Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between ga- uh, gads, dads, and their kids. Gads? Dad? D-A-D? Gads. No? Between gads and their kids. I think you've done that before on some About games, show. movies, and everything in between. Well, it threw me off because right before it, all right, if you're listening right now, what did I say? Right yeah, now. of course we're listening. Oh, um, I mean. If y'all have ever seen iCarly, you know, you have Carly, you've got Sam mm-hmm. that do the little show and you got Freddie who goes in five, <laughs> right? four, three. And our kids have been watching iCarly for the umpteenth time. My younger two kids, well, no, you've been watching it with them as well. I've been watching it with them. And so right when we got ready to, you know, start the timer, hit three, <laughs> push the button on the, on the, on the mixing board for you know the intro and everything mm-hmm. you do and five just like four too. and i'm that's what's in my head is freddy mm-hmm. so anyways anyways this is dad's gaming corner episode gaming 56 corner. for saturday not saturday today's friday today's friday friday june 25th 2021 a little bumpy start right there you know, oh, the, you, know, you know the other reason for that bumpy start was that i brought up um i'm just gonna i'm gonna make some noise here for a second but I love gummies. And Skittles, I guess they're, I don't know how new they are, but they're new. It says, it, they're Skittles gummies. They are gummies in the shape of Skittles that taste like, guess what? Skittles. And they're really, really good. <laughs> they're really good without that that chewy, yeah, yeah, yeah. hard, that normal. I mean, I love Skittles anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't like Skittles because of the, like how hard they are. Right. But those are, they're mm. like gummies, like, uh, oh. Like gummy bear type things. They're so good. Like yeah. actual gummies, you know? But they taste just like Skittles. So they're, they're really, really good. good. So I brought them up here thinking, you know, because, you know, I know what I'm doing. And I said, I want to bring these up and make them the official, you know, ch- you know, snack or whatever as we we're recording today. And I, I put my hand in. Before we started. And you hear all that. And I'm like, well, that won't work. No, uh, no that wasn't the first thing. The first thing was we get ready to record and my mouth still has gummies. And I'm like, I I can't chew fast enough. I can't get them out of the way. So he's chewing gummies. So the then next I'm trying five to close minutes. them, and then y'all hear all this mess. And so, what has now been two minutes and thirty-two seconds of your podcast um, uh, that we probably should have just deleted and redid. Right. But hey, this makes it lighthearted and fun. Uh, today's episode is all about our listeners. So this is episode fifty-six, and we want to do a big shout out to our listeners and just read just read some of the comments that have come in uh, on iTunes and other places, some of the reviews, some of the questions. And uh, kind of, you know, let the listeners direct the shows today. And so um, if you didn't like the whole Skittles piece with the noise and everything <laughs> else, you can direct that uh, straight to, <laughs> who do we want to pick on? Um, uh, Christopher Carlson. That was his bit to add yep. into the show. So Perfect. we're good. There you go. Uh, we'll get some of the openers out of the way. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC. Uh, it's a great place to find out what, you know, the latest episode's been released, when we're doing reviews, giveaways, shows coming up, question segments, things like that. So be sure to follow us on Twitter as well as Facebook. And then, as always, you know, we love to hear from you directly. Sometimes on Twitter and Discord, you have a shorter, you know, um, you only have so much text so you can write, you know, a few sentences. Right. We'd love to hear an email or receive an email from you guys at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com. If, if that ever confuses you, just think about it. Hey, dad. That, think about it that way. It's hey dad at hey dad. dadsgamingcorner.com. Not dot org. No. And we or love dot anything else. Just I was going to say, do you know anything else? Yes, huh? Dot gov is one of them. Okay. So you got three, dot com, dot 
dot dot org dot gov. What else do you know? Hmm. Dot. I don't know. You're just going to make stuff up. Let's see if you can get any other ones. I don't know. Well, they're all three letters. So I could just start saying some three-letter words. Like dot dog. E, dot edu for education. Oh, no, I have seen that one. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Dot seen edu. That one too. Mm-hmm. Dot. It's ridiculous. I mean, they used to have just a very select few, and right. then over the last several years, they've just expanded like crazy. So you, dot XYZ, dot biz, dot co, dot you know, TV, dot... Well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So they're not all three letters now? No. Well, what is that garbage? Yeah, you can get a dot co, you can get a dot AG you know, for agriculture. Anyways. Things like that. Um, back so, to the, you know, Back to this. And, and, make, and again, we've had a few listeners join up, but hit us up on Discord. You know, it's a great little place where we can... You know, basically, I am each other back and forth, different things that are going on, and so it's kind of fun. Before we jump into everything about our listeners, we did want to talk to you about the latest Pixar film, Luca, Ooh. because we had the opportunity to watch that, and uh, it, it was it was Pixar, but it was it was a I'm, I'm going to say this, and then we'll talk a little more deep. It was just a it was a more lighthearted Pixar film mm-hmm. that I thoroughly enjoyed, and so. Uh, Pixar is out right now. You can see it on Disney Plus. And one of the things I really enjoy about this is that, unlike Disney's releases, which have been what Mulan, Cruella, Mulan, Cruella, and those were the main two. Yeah, where they charged with that thirty dollars premium bucks to watch it. Uh, this came out as did Soul. Did we ever talk about Soul? Soul um, and Onward. And Onward, yeah, mm-hmm. those came straight to Disney Plus without no any premium. And so I'm really appreciative of that. I understand Disney trying to make money with the studios and all that and i'm glad theaters are coming back i just like the option to be able to watch it at home mm-hmm. you know like this so but yeah so we saw luca really really enjoyed it um just to give you a real quick uh, rotten tomatoes score on that uh let's see here critics gave it 90 percent, while the viewer audience ship gave it 88 percent. um i'm probably right about there you know i'm somewhere between 88 and, and 92 so like- is where i'm at I agree. Because the difference and go to ninety. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you were gonna say. I th- well, I thought you were gonna say somewhere between eighty-eight and ninety, and I was like, so eighty-nine. But yeah, I'm, pro- I'm probably right, right between eighty-eight and ninety-two. I and agree. So, anyway, Jay, why don't you give us your initial thoughts of Luca? It is rated okay. PG, like most Pixar films are nowadays. So mm-hmm. why don't you talk a little about um, it? I mean, yeah, like you said, it wasn't as deep. So okay, so first initial, my expectations going into it, right? Mm-hmm. I saw, like, a couple previews for it before, but I didn't... All I knew was it was about some sea monster thing. And um, and, and we're going to try to do this without right. spoilers. Right. So. Um, and so I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, obviously, I expected a great movie because it's Pixar, and what else do they do? But um, I was, I was, I was satisfied with it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. Um... It wasn't, like you said, it wasn't as deep as some other Pixar or some other Pixar's, like you know, Soul or Inside Out or Up or you know, just previous Pixar's. It right. it felt more like, um, like you said, like lighthearted, like um, Ratatouille or something like that. How it's still a really Ooh, that's a good, good movie. That's a good. Comparison. It's just not as deep and you know, um, but it, it was funny too. But which, it was also better than some of the other Pixar's, mm-hmm. um, like Cars Two. Well, oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, well, the whole Cars franchise. The whole Cars franchise. I mean, which out, is still good. It's just I the like weaker. The, out of the whole car franchise, I like the first car the best. Same, but the rest of them were like, eh. and then they did the Fire and Rescue. Oh yeah, and all planes. That. Didn't really care about yeah, those. Yeah, 
Um, so I guess Pixar does have a catalog that's they have a, a few. I mean, but what do you what do well, you? Well, I was going to say it's a Bug's Life. Like I really enjoy a Bug's Life, mm. but that's not a deep one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not it's not a deep one. Mm-hmm. It's more just a story. You know? Right. They have some that are like, right. are you sure this is even a kids yeah movie anymore? Um, but no, I thought it was really good. It, it had it was funny too, which it like was it was funnier funny. than most. Like Pixar's, you know, they always have jokes in them. But this one was, like, more consistently funny throughout yeah, the thing. it was funny. Um, which I thought was cool. It was a good movie. Y'all should definitely go watch it. Like you said, it's on Disney+. Plus. No no $30 premium thing. You can just watch it. So that's good. One of the things that I noticed about it is that most Pixar films, like you already said, great storytelling. And so I went into it. I, ha- I don't remember seeing any preview other than the, like, maybe a piece of artwork for it that shows the boy laying on the water. Mm-hmm. That's all, you know, where it shows him. He's human on top, and then he's monster on the bottom. I'm like, right. what is that about? So I had no idea what this film was about. Um, and so a lot of the Pixar's have those either deep stories or deep moments. And this story, um, it, it 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 was a great story, but it wasn't like deep emotionals. Like a lot, like uh, think about Up, even Joy, uh, not Joy, Inside uh, Out. Inside Out. Thank you. Um, inside, Eden, out, inside Out, Inside Out's a, Inside Out's phenomenal, in yeah. my opinion. It's just not a real deep story. It, it's cool how they really begin to analyze, you know, the emotions. That was really neat. But um, a lot of their their films have these deep inner meanings that, as as kids, you might get it or not, but you're still going to really enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, adolescents, adults, so on, you're really going to enjoy the different nuances of the movie. This one never really went deep like that. But what I noticed was that about halfway through it, I stopped looking for it. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, I'm, I'm trying to find out, I'm like, okay, where's where's the big kicker? Right. And it never really happens. And I wasn't disappointed. But I, what I found out was that I stopped looking for it. So now I'm just enjoying it. And right when it finished, I remember thinking, that was a fun movie. That was a fun Pixar Pixar film. But I probably would have rated it lower then because I was just thinking, eh, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. But after I took a step back and, and just kind of like started remembering it, smiling in my you know my mind at the different memories of different dialogues, mm-hmm. jokes. What's that one? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What's the one saying they keep they keep saying everywhere they um, go? What's wrong with you, stupido? <laughs> they say that everywhere it's so funny y'all need to go watch it yeah. for the context so so can't give spoilers but you just have these two kids from it from a you know distant area who right. come into this this new city and they don't know how to interact with anybody they're the like, whole wow we're gonna talk like how these people talk yeah. so and they're saying this to you know say it again huh say i don't say it well say it again they say what's wrong with you stupido yeah, and they're saying this to you know old people, yeah, young yeah. people, anyone they see, because uh, that's the first thing they heard from this air, from this from this know, area. This town. They're going yeah. To, yeah, it was it was just great. And so when I took cool. I took a step back a couple of days later. What I realized was, this is a great movie talking about just what it is to be you know a child, an adolescent, mm-hmm. you know maybe a preteen. Um, it, it's a great movie. And not the depths of that or the emotional trauma or anything that people go through. Some of the, those harder experiences. Trauma is probably too strong of a word. <laughs> I was um, like, oh. Yeah, not trauma. Okay. Not trauma. <laughs> I, meant the, I meant like the difficulties just right. normal this, with life. And it's, take that away and just leave the imagination open and just having fun. I'm like, this is a movie about two kids being kids. 
and two kids trying to make new friends and right, two trying kids to trying to fit, in. fit into a new area, but it's never down mm-hmm. and it's never, you know, I mean, there's a couple of scenes that happen and, you know, somebody's feelings are hurt and they have to make up and things like that. But there's never like these dark moments uh, that's so common to Pixar, right. that, which isn't a bad thing. It's a great thing. It's part of their storytelling. Mm-hmm. This is just a very lighthearted film. And so after a couple of days of thinking about it, uh, my my idea of the of the movie really went up. My review, my consensus of the movie really went up, and I um, definitely am going to put it up there as one of my favorite Pixar's. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really really yeah. good. So that's the movie Luca. Go check it out. Like I said, uh, Disney Plus. I, I think it's at movie theaters. I actually don't know. I feel kind of funny about that. That I don't know that. Um, it probably is. I don't know why. Where to watch be. Disney Plus? That's what it says Rotten Tomatoes. So I don't think it's at theaters. It may have been straight to straight there, well, which is interesting because we talked about this. Um, um, yesterday or two days ago, how Luca came out this year, Soul came out last year, and uh, Onward was 2020 as well. I was looking at it the other day. So Onward was the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. and then Soul was, Soul was the later. End. It was yeah, it was the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was around Christmas time, and then this one. And so I don't know if because of the Busting movie theater, oh, and people working from home, if they're just like, hey guys, I can I can almost imagine the heads of Pixar saying, all right guys, everybody's working from home. Um, Grab all of your little projects that you've been working on, like your side projects right. that you've been thinking this would be fun as a movie sometime. And we're not looking at big blockbuster. Bring in what you've got. And then they just said, well, I've got this idea. Because this. that's the thing. All three of these have been so different. Mm-hmm. But they've been great. Mm-hmm. And so I, it, the speed at which Pixar is producing these is uncanny. So anyway, they're definitely on a roll. All right. So shout out to our listeners. Um, first of all, we want to say thank you. To everyone who's listening, um, some of y'all have been with us from the beginning, which has been about almost a year and a half now. Uh, some of y'all may have just joined in the wow. last few weeks. I know it's been it's been about a year and a half, almost uh, just under a year and a half. Um, but thank you for staying with us and everything, and with the trains in the background and the cars that drive by, and you know we <laughs> we're doing the best we can on a corner of a, in a house uh, with really bad walls and. Um, we soundproofed everything as best as we could, or or not soundproof, but dampened mm-hmm. the outside sounds as much. And so, and we've gone through different stages of you know different rooms we've recorded in, and some of the beginning episodes. And um, oh yeah, it's just <laughs> started off on the, in the dining room. We started off on the dining room table, <laughs> unpacking everything. Every episode, unpacking, yeah. packing it back up, unpacking, packing it back up. We did that. Uh, for multiple for shows, while, yeah. yeah, for a while. And then we moved into a small table that was in our front living room area. It was in a corner. Just one and little so corner we, with we the had, table. Yes, yeah, so we had to tell people, like, nobody walked through the house. That's we basically had to wait for Mommy to take all the kids out of the house so we could record. Cause, or everyone went to bed. Right. And that's why lots which of the shows we did late. were late at night. Right, which is why the jokes came in that Jay didn't wake up. You know, from I fell asleep like one show, and I dozed off for like <laughs> two seconds. Chill out, everybody. Um, yeah, so we had that issue, and then people coming to the door, and then it was yeah. just... And because that room didn't have any uh, interior doors, it had, it had doorways but no doors, mm-hmm. you heard everything Throughout the in house. this house. This is an old Victorian home. So now we're upstairs, upstairs in our house in a smaller bedroom, and we've got soundproofing stuff up on the walls and everything, trying to help uh, help dampen the room and everything. So anyway, thank you for staying with us. It's been a lot of fun and a journey for us. And, you know, we're working kinks out here and there. And But just more than anything, having fun with the show. Um, this show has been a little bit different. I've done two pod. If you're just now joining us, 
haven't been with this in a while. I've done two podcasts before this. I did one um, on World of Warcraft called The Weekly Murloc. I did that with a friend of mine. <laughs> we had uh, over half a, half a million subscribers weekly. Uh, it was a big show, worldwide show. And then the second pos- podcast I did was called the iPhone Spotlight. I did that with another, a different friend of mine. And that one, again, well over 500,000 listeners on that one as well. And for whatever reason, we had a lot of listeners in Australia. Don't know why. Didn't make any sense to me. But um, we've had just had a blast in podcasting. Uh, and this is a hobby of mine. And so when we brought over to do this show, this show was in the works for at least two years, something I was wanting to do, and just life and getting things ready. And then finally, all just let's make it happen. And it happened. And we're a year into it now, having lots of fun. This show has been much slower in picking up the listener base. And part of that's how Apple handles advertisement for the podcast now new and submitted and new updated things like that so but hey you're listening to us and we appreciate that help us by spreading the word and um, let's get more listeners to the show so again so thank you so i want to start off with our listeners just reading off we have several from different sites like you know uh, itunes and others and whatnot but i want to read just four um reviews that's that that our listeners left us i honestly don't know if it was one star or four stars <laughs> uh, i didn't pay attention to that i don't even have that on the show notes but these are just you know their words to us and so um jay won't you read that first one actually all right so one of our listeners goes by the name of magenta wolf 94 uh, they said great show fun show to listen to i enjoy listening to it on my way on my drive back and forth to work uh, the game reviews and gaming related news is very informative. Highly recommend this show. All right. Well, thank, thank you. you so much, Magenta Wolf. Yeah, it's thanks. much appreciated. Thanks. I don't know if you're, I was going to say thanks, man, but I was like, well, actually, you could be a woman. Don't really sure which one. And when I see Magenta, the first thing I think of is T Mobile because we just switched from ATT after like 20 years over to T Mobile. Mm-hmm. And so Magenta is in my brain because that's T Mobile's right, right, color. Right, right. Anywho, but whoever you are, thank thanks, you so T-Mobile. much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, we're wanting to do some more game reviews. That's one of the things that I enjoy doing, but it's hard because the it, the, the bar for game reviews is set so high. You go to IGN, um, Nintendo Live, any you know Game Scoop, you know what whatever, any of these shows out there, Game Informer, whatever, um, and they have these eight hundred word long reviews, these eight minute long videos, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking I can't come close to this. So what are some highlights for me <laughs> that I enjoyed about the game that I can talk about without spoiling it? What are some things I think they need to work on? And what's the best possible review score that we can give it? So um, we've had other listeners comment as well that they really enjoy the fact that we do the game reviews, especially Indie Corner, because yeah. they can, they're on sale and they can instantly just go right then and buy it from the links in the show notes. So anyway, Magenta Wolf 94 thank you for writing in. Samantha, which is, this is also Samantha Carlson. So I'm going to read... I'm going to read these two back to back, and then I'll let you read the last one. Um, so Samantha says, I listen to it every day, and I say to myself, this is my favorite podcast. It, and then she repeats herself, it is my favorite podcast. So Samantha, thank you. I'm glad to hear you say that. And that, But she also says this, let me be clear, I will not marry Caleb. Thank you very much. And so I, have we talked about that recently? I know in the beginning sure. we joked about it, but Samantha, what do you have against my son? He's so cute. Yeah, he's he's okay. He's okay. Caleb's right. Now she does say this. She goes on and says, "I need to be on the podcast." All in caps. And um, talk and to her, your dad. Well, yeah, talk to your dad. And here's what she says: Me being on the podcast makes it nine wait, 000, nine million times better. Nine million sixty six times better. 
True, 9 million, 66 <laughs> times better. So, Samantha, here's my thing I'm going to say to you. We don't know if you make it 9, nine million times better. It could be that you make the show 9 billion times better. Oh, wow. But I won't know until you come on the show. So, you talk to your dad, have your dad, you know, you know contact me, and let's see if maybe we can't have you and your dad on the show, and we can make it like a father-daughter episode, and mm-hmm. we'll... We'll talk about what y'all like to play and everything else. All right. The next one is from her older brother, Christopher. What's up, Chris? Topher. After I said that, I was like, I've never called him Chris. Chris. What's up, Christopher? All right. He says, the show is grand. The podcast is very funny and hilarious. I listen to it every night, and it is so soothing. Now, I have to say, Christopher, when I heard when I read the word soothing, soothing. I was thinking, you like it when I talk like this. So here's what I'm going to do. I mean, maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this. Here's, here's how it goes. I find it so soothing. Michael and Jaden are very funny. All sorts of ways. And Jaden, you have to stay awake. All right, I can't do that the whole time. Also, recommendation. I need everyone that loves this podcast to agree with me that they should have everyone that has ever been on the show before to do an episode all together. Okay, that was a mouthful there. And it should be a marathon for like four hours. We've done. We a, did a four hour we show. We did a four hour show. That will not happen again. Star Wars. <laughs> Chris, I don't know if you remember. Your dad was actually on for that one. We, was he on for that one? Yes, he, he was. He was on for that he one. Was, I was about to say, I think yes. he was on. We and, did a four hour Caleb show. was as well. That was too long of a show. That was crazy. Um, it would be fun. We did a, mar- not, a mar- not a marathon. We did do a show recently. Um, I think it was the end of last year, beginning of this year, something yeah. like that. We brought on past guests. I had we had what five people I think on it five was or six five additional people. We had four mics set up. Five it was six because we had four mics. Two oh, people yeah, were sharing, were sharing a mic, five, and we had somebody dialing in, so we had six people total. Uh, oh, okay, okay, total. Okay, yeah, I mean, including me and you, right? Yeah, oh, yeah including okay, us. Okay, there okay, were four okay. guests besides us. We had six people on the show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I love those kind of shows. We bring bring back past guests on the shows to talk and everything else. Um, he also says, where is that? Uh, yeah, marathon four hours. You can't do that, buddy. Sorry. We've done that before. We have. We're not going to do that again. <laughs> you did that before. Uh, this podcast is fun and fantastic for all ages, and they cover all topics. And at first, I was kind of edgy, but now I am all about this podcast. It is funny. It is fun. It, uh, and I call that two, oh, and I, oh, I'm sorry, and I call that two in one. And then he puts in here, must play Oregon Trail. I have no clue what he's talking about. Um, you don't know Oregon Trail? Oh, you, okay, dude, you, hold you, on, hold you on. You literally time played out, Oregon time Trail. Time out, time out, time out. Do you know what Oregon Trail is? Yes, I know. You've showed what's, me what Oregon Trail is. What's Oregon is. Trail? Huh? You tell me what Oregon Trail is. It's the game on your old computer that's the green and black because it's, you know, old. Okay, so you're actually, you are actually are thinking the old Oregon Trail. Okay, I yes. thought you were going to come up with some new, like, iPhone Oregon Trail no, game or something No, you showed else. me Oregon Trail. Yes, I love, I love Oregon Trail. Well, then what do you mean you know what he's talking about? It's because it was just how you said it, you know, just generational gap things. Like, oh. like I played the old original, like we're playing it on DOS, right? And then your generation would be on the iPhone, and I don't know if Christopher's like, oh. I, I have this online Oregon Trail that's brand oh. new. So. Uh, Christopher, I do like Oregon Trail, but I'm curious if you're talking about Oregon, like the state of Oregon's like what's in <laughs> your body, because Oregon Trail that's in your body, that kind of Oregon, that's the Oregon Trail to beat. That's my favorite Oregon Trail. That's kind of gross. But yeah. yeah. And there's a card game on that one that we've played before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Unless it keeps going on and on and on. Or unless it's like round two and you die of dysentery. Die of dysentery. <laughs> right away. I always die of dysentery. But here's the thing. Here's what's so funny about that card game. So there's an Oregon Trail card game. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show, but there's an Oregon Trail card game. And, yeah, you die of dysentery 
so fast. Like, it's random, but you can. And that's so true in the original game. Like, you would go. <laughs> that's so true in the original. Katie died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah, so a lot I of fun. I died of dysentery. Uh, Christopher, thank you for writing in. Uh, Jay, why don't you go ahead and do this next one? All right. Skycatcher Gaming uh, says. Which I want to say Skycatcher is one of our uh, more vocal people on mm-hmm. Discord. So it's really cool to be able to talk to him there. Go ahead. So Skycatcher Gaming says, best podcast for gaming families. As a father of four, two boys and two girls, under the age of 13, I can truly say this is the best podcast for gaming families, bar none. It's well-polished, but lighthearted and fun. I'm sure a lot of work goes into it. Every episode is a winner. Can't wait for season two. So Skycatcher, me personally, I just want to say huge thanks, you know, for this review, um, one of the main reasons is that you mentioned the ages, and that's one of the things we've tried to mm-hmm. try to do on this show, to where we can talk about rel- relevant things, um, where adults can enjoy it, but also kids can enjoy it. And that's a really it's kind of hard to do with the with the different games and news and everything else. And so we, we enjoy doing that. So we're, we're, well, now is your whole vision for the right. show when you like first got the idea for it, right? However many years ago. And that was that was like what you wanted to do, right? And that, and it took a while to f- figure out how all that would really work. We've done some different revisions and changes in the mm-hmm. show over the time, so but apparently it's working. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're liking it. Uh, you know, yeah, it's it might sound funny, but he wrote it. It's well polished, but lighthearted <laughs> and fun. Let me tell you why it matters so much. So we're using probably uh, we have I don't, I don't know close to two thousand dollars worth of recording gear, um, and that doesn't mean include the Mac that we record on. So. But just microphones, cables, mixing boards, um, professional mics, and everything else for Headphones, podcasting. Yeah, everything. Everything is professional for podcasting. It's not like just going to Best Buy, buying a mic, hooking up to your laptop. Um, which there's nothing wrong with that. And this is why I'm saying it's it's cool hearing him say well polished because the first two shows that I did, well, the first show I did, we literally sat in a room together. I had a laptop. He had a laptop. I put on my gaming headset. He put on his gaming headset, and we recorded. And it was awful. I mean, mm-hmm. these mics are pretty good as far as, you know, plosions. Like, I, I can say, please, 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 mm-hmm. please, you know, Pixar. Well, there's a slight one, Pixar, yeah. Pixar. You don't really hear that. Right. You know, type of thing. If you don't know what a plosion And is. on the, yeah, it's called a plosion. And on our first podcast, it was ridiculous. We had plosions left and right. Um, uh, there was this, fun. there was this underlining buzz that we couldn't get rid of. <laughs> And so, but, but I, but, but I mean, and it went on, that show went on for a while and then we, you know, just life got busy and sh- like things changed. So we had to stop. And the second podcast, but, but, oh, backing up, but we constantly, you know, we had tons of, tons of, uh, fee- uh, users, they were calling in, they were emailing in, commenting here and there. And I can't tell you how many times, uh, love the show guys really work on your mic quality, work on this, work on this. I hear dogs barking in the background, work on this, work <laughs> on this. And I'm like, I know, I know. And if, and Anybody who knows me personally will tell you, and Jay can attest to this. Yep. Um, I already know what he's going to say. Excellence is huge to me. Um, quality is huge to me. Every detail matters to me. And so every time someone commented, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, yes, you're right. I know you're right. I'm hitting myself 100 times because I know you're right. And, uh, and you know, but we did what we could. And then with the second podcast, we went from um, analog gaming mics to ones with a USB so it was digital, well, quote unquote, um, and it did a better job. Mike sounded better. Um, plosions weren't weren't nearly 
as bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was still some bad mixing with the audio and the, and the, and the two mics and everything because basically we were recording over Skype. It was it was a mess how we were doing this. We were sitting in the same room. It was a mess. Um, and then and then on top of that, we found this really annoying buzz like. And it was a ground. It was a grounding issue. You know that uh-huh. from doing, running sound at church. Yes. And so here's what we found out: if we unplugged the power to our laptops, then the buzz went away because we're on battery power. So then we were dealing with: did you charge your laptop? You didn't charge your laptop mm-hmm. in the middle of the show. Oh, I forgot to charge my laptop. So you got to plug it back in, and the buzz comes right back. It was mm-hmm. just a mess. And so there's been a lot of work going into the show pre-production mm-hmm. to get the sounds just right to get the mixing just right obviously no show's perfect and we still have our issues but a lot of work has gone into the show with the equipment with i mean just everything trying to get it set up right because right. i because i wanted it starting right from the beginning i didn't want to start at a two and then work towards a six and then an eight on quality and everything else mm-hmm. so overall i feel like our podcast is you know it's it's where it needs to be i mean we can always improve different things but i'm very happy so and we have improved a lot since um Oh, absolutely. You know, the beginning. Absolutely. The you're train not, noise is a lot quieter train now. Train noises are a lot quieter. You don't hear kids running around. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't hear as many cars. You don't hear the front door open and close. Mm-hmm. And you're not falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we There's less echo when we started in the dining room. Oh, my gosh. There, there was, was so much echo yeah. in the dining room. So, anyways. anyways. Hey, guys. Whoa. Thank you all for those uh, wonderful reviews. And just from that feedback, it's... You know, it's 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 true what they say. You know, it's, it's like one kind word is needed, uh, or I'm sorry, one negative word. Um, back up. Ten <laughs> kind words are needed for every one negative word, mm-hmm. and um, you know we get negative feedback, and it's it's constructive, and I always welcome that. And so, whenever someone goes out of their way to leave a positive review, it just helps us tremendously, and it encourages us and to just keep going on. So that kind of thing. So. Really like it. Um, we've got some more stuff we're going to read from our listeners. But before we do that, we're going to talk about, we're going to do our next Dad's Gaming Corner giveaway. So we did this back in, uh, it was Christmas, I think. We started a little bit late. So we went uh, halfway through December and halfway through January, right around that time frame is when we did it. And we did our first uh, Dad's Gaming Corner giveaway. Had a Man, had so much fun doing it. Um, we, were, we, we did it based off of how many... Uh, retweets and likes we could get for that particular tweet on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And and what it does for us is that it, it, it it's brand awareness. And so if you're listening to the show and you have a Twitter account, um, and maybe you say, yeah, but I only have 30 followers, that's fine. If you only have 30 followers, that's that, that's great. It does, uh, it does you, I'm all tongue-tied right now. It helps tremendously when you would go on a Twitter and just, you know, like give us a like and retweet, you know, anything we send out to your followers because that slowly begins to add uh, to the listener base and everything else. And so, anyway, we had a lot of fun. And in fact, we didn't meet our targets for our Christmas giveaway, but we ended up giving away gifts anyway beyond that just because it's it was fun to do. Spread and it's, the Christmas joy. Well, and it's just fun being generous. So here's the deal. Here's what we're doing. Our second giveaway. To enter, you must retweet and follow the giveaway link. that I'm going to put it in the show notes. There'll be an, a, a specified link to Twitter. Or if you just go to Twitter and look for at uh, dadsgc or just you know twitter.com slash dadsgc for Gaming Corner. Uh, if you go there, it'll be a pinned tweet at the very top so once you you want that way you don't have to scroll through our timeline it's always pinned at the top here's what you have to do like the tweet uh and then retweet the tweet to your followers and here's how we're going to do this okay we get 100 retweets we're going to do <laughs> i'm having a hard time saying retweet retweet i don't know why uh 100 retweets will give us one winner 
and then 200, two winners, 300 retweets, three winners. Three winners. I'm, it's tweet and it. win that I'm having a hard time saying together. It's like, I don't know why. Those, that's not hard to say. Nope. That's not, not hard, hard to, to say. say. <laughs> I don't know retweet why. Retweet winners. Here's what we're doing. We are giving away uh, a digital copy of Hollow Knight. Uh, <gasps> we did this one last time as well. Hollow Knight is like, that is, I mean, y'all have heard it on the show, so I won't go into it. I was about to say, yeah, that game is a 10 for me. It's excellent. Uh, one of the absolute best metroidvania style gameplays there's that train we're talking about if you hear it right there don't worry it's just we live in a small town it passes quickly mm-hmm. um but i absolutely love hollow knight it's a it's a 2d platformer uh metroidvania i know we're, we're over looking like do we need to pause the mics now we're good uh but here's the thing though unlike most and it's from an indie studio but unlike most indie studios that release a lot of 2d platformers or, or metroidvania style games the art style in this is in this one is gorgeous, gorgeous hand drawn art style. The soundtrack is amazing. Uh, they're coming out with, with a sequel uh, that I cannot wait. Ooh. I know I can't wait for it. Um, but anyway, back, back to the game. So we're gonna be giving out a copy <laughs> of Hollow Knight. We're also gonna be giving out a copy. It's gonna be a digital code. We're also gonna give out a digital code for Mario plus Rabbids, uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Gold Edition. You may need to start talking because I'm I'm losing it a lot here. Okie dokie. But um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Gold Edition. So this is the full blown game plus all the side DLC they added, and it includes the Donkey Donkey Kong Kong expansion, which is cool. Yeah, I played it a little bit. It's actually. It's this cool. this is a really great game. Um, all oh. of our kids play it. Uh, Micah's learning mm-hmm. because there's some reading you have to do, so we're telling him what to look for rather than have to worry about all that. But, I mean, Jay, you've beaten this game. Caleb's- I beat this game twice. Actually, no. I beat it and then almost beat it again. This game, I've, I've replayed this game. This game is a strategy-style game. Uh, if you played XCOM or things like that, that's what it's like. Um, I have more fun with this game than XCOM, which I know... Uh, some uh, which uh, just different taste. XCOM is a phenomenal game. XCOM is more detailed in some, and in this but this one's but Mario. this game has yeah Mario, has Mario, Mushroom Kingdom, great game. Uh, this is an awesome game. But we're giving a digital code away for this game, and we have uh, two physical copy games. We have Minecraft Dungeons Hero Edition. So again, it's the full game plus all the DLC. Mm-hmm. Great game for uh, I mean adults and kids alike. At first, when we first started playing it. Uh, we realized it was really easy, mm-hmm. and we were kind of like, "Man, eh, this is boring." But as you get into it, it definitely gets harder. Yeah. And if you add if you add multiplayer to it, it gets harder. And it's a game where you can kind of unlock additional difficulties, like in Diablo, mm-hmm. Diablo Three. Mm-hmm. You can unlock additional difficulties for that, and um, just a great game, great game. And it's you can play it up to four players on the same TV, or you know, local co op play like four right there, um, doing the local network. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what they call it, which that. is really fun. Yeah. So that's the four players. Great game. And then the last game that we're looking at is, again, physical copy of Civilization VI. I'm saying physical versus digital because some people are turned off at the the idea of digital games. And some people um, only want digital games. And so if you like to collect games and you want the physical edition, well, here's what we have. Civilization uh, uh, VI, Minecraft Dungeons Hero Edition, edition. Mario Plus Rabbids uh, Gold Edition, and then... Hollow Knight. And so, again, here's all we need. We need you all to get out there, like the tweets, retweet the tweets, send them out to people. Um, retweet I, I the have tweets. a friend who has a large Twitter following, or, or used to, used to, and I asked her, I said, hey, would you would you help us with this? And she goes, I don't have that. She goes, I closed that account down. Oh. I was like, oh, rats. Okay, no biggie. Um, so if you have a friend who's big on Twitter, and maybe you're not, 
create, create an <laughs> account. Get big on create, create an account. It's free. And then maybe talk to a couple of your friends and say, hey, I'm trying to get this giveaway going. And it's not just the giveaway for you guys. It, it helps us out as well. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say this before we move on to the next part. Um, we're not basing this off of reviews. And so, in other words, I'm not asking you to go out and leave reviews. Um, I don't like it when shows do that. I don't like it when shows say, hey, leave us X amount of reviews. Five star I feel like I'm buying reviews at that point. Right. It's not genuine. It's not genuine. Yeah, there's no integrity there. I don't, I don't like that. Um, what I'm what I'm doing is I'm saying, hey, will you help us advertise spread the, the show? Spread the word about the show. Word like of mouth. passing out flowers, flowers, flyers. Passing out flowers. Yep. Don't y'all do that when you're you know promoting something? No, it's Pass like out passing flowers. out flyers. I mean, it's, it's like passing out flyers. It's retweeting. It's and and hey, you get a chance for a free game. And the way that we did this last uh, last year when we did the first giveaway, we'll do the same way this time. Once the giveaway is over, which will be at the end of July, since we're just now talking about it, we're going to go through June and then we'll announce the winner on the last week of July or the last episode in July that we do. That's mm -hmm. when we'll announce the winner. And what we do is we take all, we take, um, all, we take everybody who's ever done a retweet. We tweet. Would you help me here? A retweet. We take all of those names. We put them in an actual. Put them in a hat. We, well, we put them in an actual random number generator. Oh, right. And it, and it randomizes all of the names. And then it lists, lists them out for us as spots one, two, three, and four, depending on how many winners that we need. And then I reach out to the first winner, and I say, hey, which game do you want? You pick any one you want of these, things, and they go into the second, and then third, and then the fourth, mm -hmm. and so on. So anyway, um, had a lot of fun. Had a uh, one, one small story I want to share, short story. We had a winner last time, and it was for Fire Emblem Three Houses, I believe. Mm -hmm. yep. um, was, we did some good giveaways last time, some big games like that. We're doing good, good games this time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good games this time. Um, <laughs> we gave a copy away of Fire Emblem Three Houses. The physical edition, and I reached out to the winner. I said, hey, congratulations, you won. And she was so cool. She said, hey, I, she goes, if you don't mind, I, I have a friend who's who's dealing with some some just some hard times right now uh, with COVID and everything else going on. Would you mind sending it to her instead? And I thought that was just one of the coolest, kindest things. And I said, absolutely. And I remember taking that to the post office and writing the address. And I just, <laughs> it, I felt so good. And I included a note, um, something like, uh, this was... Uh, given to you by a friend or something like like in other words we didn't take credit mm -hmm. i put a note in there that was from a friend so just really cool um we have some really amazing listeners that are truly caring and i just good for you guys love you guys just really love you guys okay let's move into some questions that we have did i say oh. questions okay let me talk let's go on <laughs> to some questions from our listeners like like i'm elmer fudd or something or any, i don't know who that is okay generational gap yeah. Like uh, Looney Tunes? Oh. Okay, so we just watched, we won't go into it, but we just yeah, watched we the watched original Jam. Space Jam with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what year that came out. Uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you like it? Yeah, I've seen Space Jam before. Okay, but was it was it, was it too old? No, I like Space Jam. All right, and we're going to watch the new one that's coming out yep. here in July with uh, LeBron. LeBron James. So, but yeah, so all the Looney Tune characters. Mm -hmm. Elmer Fudd? Oh, no, I didn't know he was one. So I know Bugs Bunny and I have a question. Did I say that right? I have a question. In my head, it's wrong. Maybe it's because I, I have a headache and I, I think everything it sounds wrong. Normal. None of my words sound right. Y'all anyway. let us know if he's speaking okay. English. Um, I have a question. No, it sounds fine. Literally, sounds like you're saying the word question. I don't know. There's something there. Like I can't hear anyway. Um, well, here's my question is actually for you, and it's. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Uh, 
Um, so Jaden made an observation that I've never oh, made. Oh yeah, Is, can we bring that up on the show? I think I, I think so. Okay, so so let me set this set the stage and then let you go ahead and do it. So we're watching the first Space Jam with Michael Jordan. Um, I think it's where, where do we find it on? Was it uh, Disney Plus or no, no no that's Warner Brothers HBO? Oh, it was HBO Max. It was HBO Max, and so. We watched it with all of our kids, with Micah and everybody else, all, all of our kids, and we're watching it so they get an idea before we watch the new Space Jam. Mm-hmm. And so now, remember, our Micah's growing up watching all of this CGI nonsense that I don't even like. Oh, cartoons? Uh, nothing wrong with it. They just look bad. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. looks bad. The humor in it is dumb to me, and I just don't get any of it. I don't like it. Generational gap. You grew up watching what? Like, what, what were cartoons for you? Were most of them CGI as well? Um... I mean, I, I I mean, I watched a lot of like the old like '90s X Men with you and the old yeah, Batman yeah. and stuff like that. But it, on your lots own, of superhero shows. What were some Justice of your, what, League? Yeah, oh man, I love Justice League. Yeah. What were some of your shows? Um, because like Caleb, has, honestly, do you had it? Did you have any? I don't know. Oh, I know. I YouTube Kids. I don't think was even a thing. No, then. I remember when I was younger, like in Midlo, when I yeah. was like eight or something like that. Um. Uh, Wild Kratts was a big one that I liked. That's right. Which was like hand drawn. Wild Kratts? Kratts. Kratts, like brats, but Kratts. Sure. <laughs> if that's the association <laughs> that you make. Um, that's right. You're big into Wild Kratts and then Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Oh You're my big gosh, into I Phineas forgot about Ferb. that. Yes. That's hand drawn. Uh huh. Um, we watched drawn. me and Alicia. This was like before Cable was around. We would go to Mama and Papa's mm-hmm. house and she would always put on SpongeBob. So uh-huh. we, would watch, we would watch SpongeBob a little bit. You know, SpongeBob is my generation, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, not as a kid, but, you know, as a teenager, whatever, young mm-hmm. adult, whatever. Mm-hmm. I never could get into SpongeBob. Everybody, lo- all my friends love SpongeBob. I could not get like, into SpongeBob. Like, they still watch SpongeBob. Like, he's too dumb for me. I don't know what it is. But anyway, so so going backwards, you know, what, what we watched growing up, so Saturday morning cartoons for us, mm-hmm. like Saturday morning, you'd have, like, this big, long hour marathon of cartoons. Well, and for you, and it, it was, was, like, live TV, well, yeah. For me, it was streaming services and stuff. Yeah, like, we have streaming services. We yeah, have like I, I turn on Netflix. <laughs> we like, didn't have. Okay, so when mommy and I got married, now Caleb goes on Netflix, Paramount Plus. But it was like getting the DVDs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, what I was gonna say is we okay. Back on topics that we grew up watching. You know, me and Uncle Matt. You know, we grew up watching uh, uh, the old Warner Brothers ca- uh, cartoons mm-hmm. and Disney cartoons and all this type of stuff. And anything that was live, you know, syndicated at that time that was hand-drawn were things like, um, my mind is going blank, uh, Darkwing Duck. Um, oh. um, DuckTales. Thank you, my favorite one, DuckTales. I, that's, I that's watched one, DuckTales. Right, that's one I got you to watch a lot, mm-hmm. so DuckTales. And so it was a different style than what we have today, and so... It, it just, I don't know. I still like my style back there better. Like, I, like, I like my grittier, hand-drawn, all of that better than what they're producing now with CGI on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't care about it as much. But anyway, that, we're digressing way off the top point uh, here. Where? So the point is this. Space Jam Oh, 1, Space Jam. We're right. watching Space Jam. I grew up watching Looney Tunes oh, all okay. the time. Oh, okay. I remember time. where this rooted from now. I always watched Looney Tunes. Love Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Um, uh, Porky? Uh, is that his name? Porky Pig. Yes. And then you had uh, you had the Martian. Uh, was, is it Melvin? I think it's Melvin the Martian. Um, There's a guy with the shotgun. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Right now, I'm not going to name everybody. I don't everybody, know their but, names. Yeah, you have them all. I mean, just great. The I cat. loved, yeah, I loved Looney Tunes. 
And then going to Six Flags as well growing up. Six Flags owned by Warner Brothers. And so you see Six Flags all over. Do they still do that? I haven't been in a while. Uh, well, I don't know. I know that at, at Six Flags they have this ride where it's like a water thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like you go in these tunnels they and stuff in the cave. They probably still do like to some stuff. Yeah, that so they're really showing the old favorites. ones. Okay, okay, okay. So if, if you're my age, if you're a dad... Uh, my age, if you're you know if you're much younger, you may not get it. But if you're my age and definitely older, I'm sure you're going to get it. Uh, Looney Tunes is Looney Tunes. You expect Looney Tunes. There's nothing. It may not sound weird to you, to you any, watching an episode of Looney Tunes. You're just going to laugh, and think it's funny. Okay, we're watching Space Jam, and either mid movie or or right after the, after movie, the movie. I can't remember. Okay, Jaden Jaden starts asking questions. Go ahead. So, like you said, it was after the movie or whatever, and all that's running through my head is. Throughout the, throughout the movie, yeah, and like a realization I had after it was, why are all the why do all the characters have speech impediments? <laughs> like, if y'all think about it, like not all of them. That's I an exaggeration. It. Not literally all of them. Name one who doesn't now, though. Uh, Bugs Bunny doesn't. It's okay, just an well, accent. Okay, finish your thought, and then and then I'm gonna finish your thought. Keep going. Well, that, that I mean, okay. that's 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 what it is basically. Is I was we were watching the movie, and I was like, why can none of these why can they not talk? Like, why is this on TV? Why is this? What's? Why okay, is this? So at first you said Bugs Bunny uh, had a speech impediment, and I said no, that's his accent. His is an accent. And then and, you, and then you said, what about Daffy Duck? Daffy I said, Duck. I said it's because he has a bill. He has no lips. So then I said, okay, um, the cat, Sylvester, sure, and Tweety. I don't know his name. And yeah, I thought I thought. Uh, uh what's uh, another no, one? No, 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 no. That was. I'm getting them mixed up. How do they say it now? Oh my gosh! But yes, all of them. Um, if the if they don't have like an actual problem, uh-huh. it's their accent is just weird. They have a weird accent. Well, Tweety Bird, you know, his whole thing was I thought I saw or not saw, but it's, it's always tease. I mm-hmm. thought I saw a a a pussy tat or something like that. You know, they're always talking. Right. So so the question is, you know, Jaden's over here making these comments. Melissa and I are laughing because. It's never dawned on me. Like, I grew up watching it as a kid. It ne- like, that's who they are. You know, to me, it's just a different accent. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have speech impediments. I still don't think they have speech impediments. It's just an accent? Where is that? What? Alicia. Okay, so my oldest daughter. Oh, Alicia- okay. oh that's a great my, example. My old- <laughs> what? <laughs> my old- oh, yeah. My oldest daughter. <laughs> what? Okay, Padre. <laughs> Sure. My oldest daughter, Alicia, will be 21 in September. And um, she has several uh, mental disabilities. Um, just, I won't go into it. She just has several mental disabilities. She's stuck somewhere between um, two to four, depending on um, her, her emotional well-beings between you know, two to four, her psychological, uh, her um, intellectual, intellectual, her, what's the word I'm looking for? Her comprehension, comprehension. Oh. All that stuck somewhere between generally two and four. And, and so when she does talk, she only talks in, you know, three to four word sentences, but she does have a speech impediment and she has a hard time with, with most words. <laughs> um, um, I'm not laughing at my daughter. It sounds bad because I'm watching Jaden's face and then I'm thinking everybody listening. Um, what I was going to say, Jaden, is she does have a problem with speaking. You know, she has, she's had speech therapy for years. Okay. Right. Alicia does that. Okay. Right. Um, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Porky Pig, uh huh, Sylvester, Tweety Bird, uh huh. That's their accents. No, it's not. That's their accents. How? What? Okay. So y'all here, let here, us know what you. Here's think. what I need. I would love. 
I would love. In fact, I'll put a, I'll, I'll see if I can't put a poll on Twitter for this. Um, so go follow us, Twitter, at AdsGC. I want to know, Looney Tunes characters. I don't, can I put this out there? Like, I don't know if this is, here's the thing. Uh, you and I have had the conversation recently. It is so hard to say anything and right. not get in trouble with somebody. Okay? And right. I'm talking about, and, 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 and there are a lot of cartoons recently that they won't air anymore because of different issues. Right. And so, and I'm not, I'm not even going there. I'm just saying Looney Tunes. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I, I love Looney Tunes. I'm going to do it. Uh, so I'm going to put it out there. I'm just going to ask, in, in your opinion, growing up, and, and, and dads, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're laughing and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, yes, I totally get what Michael's saying. And, Jaden, you're ridiculous. Um, but, no, if you've got younger kids, watch some Looney Tunes. See what they say. If they've got some teenagers, ask them what they say. Um, what's the first thing that you notice or what do you think? But I'd be, I would love to hear this from anybody and all of our listeners. You know, I'll put a poll on Twitter, but at the same time, you can always comment on Twitter or, 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 in, or in Discord or send us an email. But do they have a speech impediment or is it just simply an accent? Because they're again, they're they're animals that talk. So Daffy <laughs> Daffy Duck has a bill. Tweety Bird has a yoopy uh-huh. little, just tiny little, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. little beak, just tiny right. little thing. Right, right, right. So, and a cat's a cat. That's not wait, whatever. A cat's a cat. Let us know what y'all think. We'd like to hear. We'd love to hear from you guys. Okay, opinions. that went. I don't even Way know. Way off of left field. That was, How did that come up? I don't even know. All right. We need to hurry up uh, time here. Okay. So be sure to enter Dad's Gaming Giveaway and then send it to all of your friends. Back on topic. All right. So we have two questions here from our listeners. Okay. So Skycatcher Gaming, he asked, what non-Switch games? Okay. So, Jay, this is what we're looking at. Right. Non, what non-Switch games are you playing or hyped for this year? And so let's do that one first. Um, what games are you hyped for? Non-Switch games. I am hyped for Jurassic World Evolution, the sequel, because I loved the first one. Maybe it's just because it was dinosaurs, and I like dinosaurs. I don't know, but... In, in just like a 30-second clip, tell people what the game is. So, what, Jurassic World Evolution? Yes. So, Jurassic World Evolution is... What's, what's the genre called? It's a sim builder. It's a sim builder game, and you're building you know, your own Jurassic Park. Um, on, you know, the different islands, um, and it's so cool. They have, like, the actors from the movies, you know, doing all the voice acting and stuff, um, and, you know, you progress through the game, and you get, you know, these different, like, quests, mini quest challenge thingies that you have to do to advance your island and unlock new dinosaurs and new buildings to get the economy up, um, different stuff like that, but it's, it's dinosaurs. And for me, it's like a collecting thing because there dinosaurs was like 70 dinosaurs in the game that you can unlock. But anyways, that's basically the game. Um, and they're coming out with the second one, which in the trailer, if y'all haven't seen it, they did like a, a, a oh, tease at the so end. Good. It's and so it looks good. like they're going to add aquatic dinosaurs, which means water for any of you youngins out there. Um, and, and not just where there's going to be a pool of water and you only see them when they jump up. It looks like you're going to be able to go like, like have the observatory type of thing, right? So like in the movie, act, yes, and actually see three D water and them swimming around, and it, it looks, looks amazing. It, it, I mean, I'm excited. So yeah, yeah. for me, that that's the one I'm most excited for. Most that excited I've for heard about, yeah. Um, so some I wrote, made a few notes here. So I'm looking. For, no, most of these are for actually for Xbox or yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think 
Um, we wouldn't say anything for PlayStation. PlayStation's fine. They have good games. Um, I will say this. You know, we didn't. We haven't talked about it much yet, but um, we're going to here soon. We we'll do a show on it. Xbox Game Pass. We talked a little about it in the past, oh, yeah. but man, they are they are tearing it up with Game Pass. And you know, we said this back when the Xbox Series X and the PS5 first came out that there's really not a reason to own either console. I mean, I mean, no. Yes, you can make an arguments better graphics. But there weren't any exclusive games for them at when they first launched. Um, and so there wasn't really a reason to get it unless you wanted to play a game you've already played just in a higher 4K resolution. Right. There are a lot of games coming out this year for both. And, you know, exclusives and things like that. And with Xbox, their Game Pass service is getting better and better with, like, day one first-party titles. Go buy the game for 70 bucks or Game Pass. And so, like... I'm ready for Xbox Series X. Oh man! I, I looked at the prices on the games. Those games are seventy bucks. Seventy. They finally went up. Yeah, I remember back oh, when man. the Xbox One and the PS4 first launched. Everyone was afraid. Oh my! Here's a generation. They're going to bump it to seventy, and they didn't. And so it is with this generation. Here we go. Um, but games I'm looking forward to towards, and I'm not going to go into detail on these. Uh, the Ascent, Halo Infinite, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2021, and let me make one little note on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, I haven't played this game since I played it on PC, which was at least 10 years ago, minimum 10 years ago, old version of it. Um, and I've seen videos for newer versions that have come out and I've always wanted it, but um, they've been pretty exclusive to the PC and then port over to the consoles later. This new one, 2021 that's coming out, mm-hmm. looks amazing on the Xbox, what they've shown. Oh. And I'm thinking, I want this. I want, I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy the actual throttles that you need. The actual, <laughs> I'm going to get all the actual controls, so I'm not going to use a little Xbox controller. Like, I can see myself spending hours and hours and hours in this game. Um, oh, you know what would be so cool? The Forza games, uh, both Horizon and then just the actual, I don't remember what they called the standard one. There's Forza Horizon, then there's just Forza. That's the, like, the normal racing one. Right. Um, which I, I don't like racing games normally, but Forza, Forza's I good. love it. And so um, those are some games I'm looking forward to. There's more coming out that aren't Nintendo, and they're not hitting. I was trying to think about it earlier today, and they just weren't coming to me. But those are the, the main ones I'm looking forward to. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, on that flight simulator game, mm-hmm. when you were talking about it, and you were talking about, like, you're going to get the, you know, the I want it all. throttle thingy, the first thing I thought of was, like, like flying, like a, like a Star Wars version well, of that game. It's called like, Rogue Squadron. It came out last year. There's a thing like that. It's, a, it's amazing. And flying it's, an and, X-Wing through and, and, outer hey, space. Hey, hold on, hold on. And it's in VR. It's on Quest. Oh, for real? Why have we not gotten this game? Here's why I haven't gotten the game. Because you either have to, you have to pair either a controller to it, which is takes away from a lot of it, right. or you buy the actual oh, you know, and throttles and joysticks on. and all that. Oh, yeah, that'd be I so cool, buddy. though. How cool would Get that like be? Get like a helmet. And, <laughs> and then it's true VR. I know. Oh, I, know. Cool. I really want to try that. And so here, go. I, I know that game's not new, but... Uh, uh, Rogue Squadron. I'm gonna put that, add that to my list. Nice. Uh, there's actually some new Star Wars games coming out. I can't remember the titles right now that look really good that I'm also interested in. Um, Skycatcher also asked, uh, what are your, uh, what games right now have you played that are, you know, 100 hours or more or, or at least close to this year? This year. Um, None. Yeah, this year's been weird because this year, uh, we mentioned on the show that we're going through a major, like, life transition. Um, uh, the church, I've been, the same church I've been pastoring for the last 10 years. I'm stepping down from. Um, and so right now we're actually kind of like we're taking a sabbatical, we're taking a break until we go into that, whatever the next area of ministry is, if it's pastoring or whatever it might be. 
Um, but the first three months, January, February, uh, well, specifically January and February, I was having meetings after meetings after meetings, church elders, pastors, right. trying to get things set up. And then March, April, May, I was still, you know, even even busier, actually, because then I'm meeting with community leaders, letting them know. Um, I, I do a lot with different community leaders. I'll just leave it with that. I do a lot in the community. And so I was meeting with community leaders and letting them meet with a new pastor. And so I have not had the time to game like I want to. And so... Um, it's been busy year. Yeah, it's been real busy so far, the first part of this year. And things are slowing down now so we can do some of these things. But some of the games. So I did I did uh, look at some of the games. And the games, now they're not 100 hours, but they are games that either I already have 100 in them mm. or you know from last year, like from the fall, or it's games that I actively still play on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, Monster Hunter Rise, that game, uh, I have a lot of time in that game. I don't know if I'm at 100 if I'm not, I'm close. I'm like at 85 or something. Love Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. That game, <laughs> I've talked about it on the show before. You know, it's probably like a 7, 7.5. It's probably like a 7. It's not an 8. It's like a 7. Mm-hmm. It's a fun. It's a good game. I like it. It's a good game. And when I don't know what else I want to play, I go there. Or if I'm picking up a game to play and I've got a migraine and I just can't think straight and I'm right. tired, I can go play this game. I love this game. Um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Um, go, go look it up. We don't have time to go into it, but go look it up. Um, I have a lot in that one. And then Windbound, which is a game that we talked about last year. Um, put, I put a lot of hours into it, and then I've gone back into it a couple different times. Once just because I wanted to play it further and deeper and learn and just unlock other things. But then they, they released a free DLC that mm-hmm. I really liked. And so... Uh, those are my four games right now that I'm playing, or four, let's see, one, two, oh, three. three, I'm sorry, three. Three, three. Those are three games I'm playing the most. And the other reason I don't have any 100-plus hour games is that I am always working on game reviews. <laughs> um, I I thought, what I thought game. was going to be one game a month turned into like four, or, or sometimes as many as eight games a month. So like, just, I mean, I won't go into them, but right now... Um, I'm I'm doing a review, and and then there's games I buy that I want to review. So like Nosia, I want to talk about that one some more. Metopia, I'm loving Metopia. Um, I want to talk about that some more. But the games that we're reviewing right now, uh, Strange Brigade, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Um, there's a Shantae game in here. There's my gosh, uh, The Longing, um, Red Wings. Uh, let's Guys, see here. any game the you games would ever think <laughs> of, he has played. Like y'all need to see his Switch game library it doesn't give you a total count i wish it would it's Um, insane i have probably over 300 games and um most uh, and i mean yes i've bought games and i I love looking on the eShop sale and ah, the game's two dollars the ones that are on normally 20 bucks on sale for two dollars i'll buy it why the heck not (laughs) i'll pick it up or you know get it for 75 cents um but i do get a good amount of games from publishers to review and then to talk about on the show and i really enjoy doing that speaking of which um, there are three reviews coming up very soon. Stra- uh, the first one is Strange uh, Strange Brigade, which is an indie game. And I'm just going to say this. I don't, I'm not reviewing it right now, but uh, I'm going to say this. I am having so much fun with this game, more than I thought I was going to have. They talked about it at Nintendo's E3. It, it's a it's a Indiana Jones meets Tomb Raider, and let's add multiplayer on top of it. It is so much fun. I'm having a blast. There's humor in it. It's great. It's called Strange Brigade. You can get it on the eShop right now. Uh, and another one I'm doing er, doing a review on. We'll have both of these out next week. 
uh, is Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. <laughs> and anybody who listens to that is thinking, what are you playing? Anybody who sees the screenshot for this, you're going to be thinking, what are you going to look it up? Um, what are you what are you playing? And this is a um, this is a I'm trying to think of the, the genre. It's a visual novel. I'm generally not into visual novels at all. Um, I don't have the time span for it. I want to just I want to just you know unless there's like really deep big deep you know turns twists and things like that. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is a remake. It's a, a extended. Uh, they added additional content to it. It's HD and everything else. And the first hour that I'm playing this game, I am struggling. I'm at a coffee shop. I'm drinking caffeine, you know, four shots of espresso, and wow. I'm struggling to, to focus because you're one guy playing and you've got four counterpart females. It's your normal, you know, Japanese art style, yeah. anime, manga, mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm just like, I don't do literature, you know, or not literature, I don't do visual novels. And... And okay, you think somebody in so and so is jealous of you? Okay, I don't want to do this, but we got a free code, so I'm doing a review. And here's all I'll say: after an hour, something happens, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then what did after say? that, I played that game straight for three days until I beat the game, straight. Um, so, so I, I, again, no reviews. I'll, I'm save that for next week. The Strange Brigade is rated T for Teen, I believe. Doki, Doki Literature Club Plus is rated M for Mature. Uh, they don't. Well, I was going. It's rated M for Mature. I'll talk about that later. Uh, definitely not for kids. Definitely, I I would say not for teenagers. Um, I would probably. I'm trying to remember what's all in it. I'd probably let Jaden play it at 15, almost 16. I'm good. It's- but I'm looking at some, you know, pictures. And but I let him know, and I'd be like, uh, "Here's the thing." But it's definitely rated mature for a reason. Um, and, but what, what, here's what I'm going to say: I'm going to give this game a good review. Like I was shocked by it, like how good it is. And then uh, Mario Golf Super Rush w- was announced last or a couple weeks ago at E3, whenever that was, and it released this morning. I have played uh, four games of just three hole regular golf. Lost the first two, won the second two. Had a blast doing it. And hopefully between now and next week, I can get Jaden and Caleb play it with me, and we yeah. can maybe Mike as well, and play some of the actual rush rush features and things like that. So anyway, that's that's where I'm at at my hundred games plus <laughs> and everything else. So um, he also asks Skycatcher also asks, have you played any Hades lately? He goes, he just picked it up. Um, no, I have not. I actually got about eighty uh, percent through the game, and then I stopped playing. And I have a really hard time going back to it. Every time I pick it back up, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But I get distracted real fast for something different. I think it's one of the best indie games that came out last year. It was incredible. This art style, the voice acting, mm-hmm. the, you know. Everything. Everything. It's just a phenomenal game. Like, I would, I don't know if we rated it last year, but I mean. I think we did. To me, it's either a high eight. It might be a nine. Like, the game's phenomenal. I'd give it a nine. The game's phenomenal. Absolutely love it. But no, I have not beaten it. Um, but most of my friends have beaten it. So after you beat it, you know, let us know what you thought about the game. Absolutely loved it. And then last question, he says, when are we going to do a Monster Hunter Rise co-op? Dude, I am so ready for Monster Hunter Rise. Let's make it happen. And so um, I guess what we need to do is look at some some time frames that we can do it. We can't just – I don't want to pick just one because we might have some listeners that, that they can join but others that can't. Right. And you can only do up to four players total. So – 
Um, here's what I'll do. I, I will get on Twitter and as as well as Discord. So, guys, this is why it's real. It really helps us if you join on Discord because a lot of things we talk about in between shows, we'll throw out ideas on Discord. And so, and Discord's free. We have the link to whatever you're listening to right now. If it's on, if it's on an iPhone, if it's on Android, whatever, however you're listening on your computer, you'll see the show notes, and right there, you'll see a link for Discord. Click on it, join. It's free, and then you know you're, you're a part of the group. And so, what I'll do is I'll. I'll, over the next week or two, I'll put together a couple different options and just not options, but basically say, hey, we're going to play, you know, uh, this evening on this day. And then we're going to play on maybe this morning on this day because mm-hmm. you know, some some people work evenings. And so I don't want right. to you know, get them out. So we will we will figure that out here very quickly and we'll do it. Um, we'll we'll talk about everything on Discord and Twitter and then we'll just make it happen. I'm yeah. super excited for this. That'd I've be- be cool. I've beaten the game. I love the game. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Monster Hunter Rise for me is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. love it. Okay. We have uh, another uh, listener by the name of uh, Mickey, which every time I see this, I see Milky. I don't know why. There's no L, but, oh. but it's Mickey. So, Jay, why don't you go ahead and read his questions? All right. So, Mickey asks, how do you feel about developers releasing unfinished games? Cyberpunk is an example I hate paying full price for an unfinished game. Thoughts? Okay, so Jay, why don't you go first on this? We talked a little bit about this um, off the show. Mickey, that my dad thinks is Milky. <laughs> no, I know it's Mickey. <laughs> I just <laughs> I agree with you. I think, um, okay, I think it's cool when they'll release like a you know what what's the term? You say it all the time. Uh, it starts with like a B or, or something. Oh no, 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 or beta. Sure. Well, okay, so. Context real fast. So uh, what they used to do is some, not, not – I'm going to rephrase. They didn't used to do this. Some oh. developers, <laughs> very few in the past, would release beta or alpha versions of their games. I bought the alpha version of Minecraft on PC for like 8 bucks, mm-hmm. something dirt cheap. And it was a way for the developer to say, hey, it's wow, not Wow, you ready. played Minecraft before. It was cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um so you'd pay for so you'd pay. So now, like Steam, they do what's called early access, mm-hmm. and so it's the developer saying, "Hey, the game's not fully released yet. Right. We still have bugs. We still have content to be added. But if you will support us at an early access at a discounted price, mm-hmm. you have the full game once it fully releases." That some of this has begun to move over to Xbox One as well. I'm not sure about PlayStation, but it has moved over to Xbox as well. Um, Arc is a great example. So. Uh, what are your views oh on what he's talking gosh. about right here? Go and talk about this. Well, Ark doesn't count because I would pay any price for any version of Ark. But so see, Ark the, doesn't count. <laughs> well, hold on. Let, let's say true to his question here for a second. So okay. how do you feel about developers release, releasing unfinished games? Um, so I think this is a two-part question here because here's how I'm, here's how I'm reading this, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Mickey. Um, okay. How do you feel about developers releasing unfinished games? I'm okay with it if there's that huge tagline this is a beta release. This is a this is an early access game. Therefore, we're going to give you a thirty percent cut. Right. You know, if it's if it's early access beta, I don't mind paying. You know, you know, uh, you know. I was going to say I'm getting stuck in my head between fifty percent and fifty dollars, and like it's not the same thing. <laughs> I don't mind paying um, for a game if you're going to get if it's if it's in beta, which means it still has probably a, at least a year. Okay, a year before it's finalized. I don't mind paying maybe half price if it's a year out. Maybe even, you know, I'll pay 70%. Maybe, maybe. Because some developers have done this right. Minecraft is a great example on that. Um, Now, a terrible example, 
of what I'm talking about, where they give a discount or whatever, mm-hmm. is is Arc, because when Arc first came out, it stayed. I don't remember <laughs> what what stage it was. They called it in, but it was it stayed in its underdeveloped, missing characters, crashing, messing up. Everything in that game was wrecked, and people <laughs> were getting angry because then there was they were releasing an expansion pack. Hey, buy our expansion yeah, yeah, pack. Yeah. You haven't released the first game that we paid for. And I don't remember paying a discount for that game either when it first came out. And then they released the second. And then they released the third expansion. I don't know when they finally finalized ARC, but I was pretty upset about that. Ooh, games I'm looking forward to. The new ARC oh, looks yeah. amazing. Yes. That the new ARC coming out looks fantastic. Yes. Really, I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, it looks good. Um, so to his question, if they are release if 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 they're releasing it at a discount and they're acknowledging, hey, it's not finished, right. would you be willing? I'm okay paying for that. You better not charge me something down the road, though, when it's done, mm. and which goes to his next question, but we'll get that in a second. Now, he brings up a great example, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk came out. It is the only game, and I might be wrong on this, it is the only game in history that I'm aware of, and I'm pretty confident I'm, this is the only game in history. It comes out. Well, first of all, Cyberpunk was delayed and then delayed and then delayed, and people had it on pre-order for, forever. Sounds like and a it, Black Widow movie. Being, it, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Uh, and it kept being delayed and kept being delayed. It finally releases, all right? And there was a lot of controversy because a lot of the big-name you know, game review sites were giving it good scores, which didn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And once people started playing the game, it was it, not only was it broken, it was completely unplayable in some zones. I mean, there was you'd walk to an area, like outside, and you see a busy cityscape, and you start going to your left. It's not like you're panning to an empty car lot. It's like you're panning to a portion of the game. They forgot to paint. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird. Just all kinds of stuff. The game the game was broken. It was so broken. Like I'm saying, as far as I'm aware, the only game in history, the developer behind Cyberpunk came out and said, "We are willing to give a 100% refund on a game you've already played." That's never been done. Let's, th- let's go a step further. Now, the console companies, I believe this was an Xbox and a PlayStation game. I might be wrong, but I believe it's both. Microsoft was saying, we will give you a refund. Wow. PlayStation went a step further. We will give you a refund. And then, I think it was even maybe a week, maybe two weeks. maybe off, but it was very soon after it released. I, I want to say it was a week. They took it off of their online store. So you didn't even have the option to buy it from Sony if you wanted <laughs> to. Sony took it off their store. I've never seen a game this messed up like that. Um, and here's my, I'm sure everybody has their theory. He didn't ask for a theory. My theory is this. The publishing house, the developer behind it, a lot of times you have a big publisher, but then it's just a parent company to smaller de- developers. Right. And um, I, I bet this developer, they were facing huge money issues. I bet they were really about to either you know shutter the doors or something, and they're like, we have to get something out there. Um, so how do you feel about release developers releasing unfinished games? If I'm paying full price for a game and it's on the store at Best Buy, I'm on the shelf at Best Buy or GameStop, and I should be able to buy this game, um, and it's unfinished, I hate it. And I think that there should be a return policy. Uh, Oculus Quest, uh, I'm sorry, Oculus has a great refund policy. I believe if you've played uh, less than 60 minutes of a game, you can get it refunded. Um, so if you played like half an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just buggy as all get out, you can get it refunded. I love that. That's cool. Um, best, uh, not Best Buy, uh, GameStop. Uh, they what they do with their used games. I know that's a whole different conversation, but with their used games, if you buy a used game and you don't like it, it doesn't work properly. Used to be just if it doesn't work. 
Now, you could just say, I don't like this game. and You've got seven days to take it back and, and nice. just get your money back. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, with digital right games like this, digital right management, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to do things like that because you can go beat a game and say, oh, I hated it. And, but you, just, you still mm-hmm. played it. You, know, you got the entertainment value out of it. Um, so it's, re- it's real tricky. And it's hard to say, well, somebody needs to hold these developers and these publishing companies, you know, you know, hold them, you know, to a standard. Well, there really isn't a standard. And that's why you have all of these other, uh, you know, game review sites and things like that. Now, I said earlier that a lot of them were giving them high reviews. They were. They were. But then they were also saying things like, you know, don't play this on x type of machine play it on this machine or play it on pc at the highest settings and your pc better or no i'm sorry play it on a pc that has the highest uh you know performance specs things like that um and so there it's real hard for things like this um so my 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 answer to your question is simply i hate it i think i think it's i think it's terrible i don't like paying full price for an unfinished game um you yeah, know, if, if, I think if they tell me up front it, that it's un, unreleased right. or unfinished. I think if they release it and it's unfinished, right? Like you said, first let me know that it's unfinished and there's going to be problems, and don't make me pay, you know, the full price. Um, but I think if they, you know, do it correctly, I think it's cool to un- to release a, you know, a game before its release date. Dang it, bro, I can't talk. Right. But I think you know, I think it's cool because then you play the game for all your friends. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that. Flex on them again, though. Again, here's the thing, though. Then you have the question of: Are you going to pay? Uh, full price, knowing that they're going to finish the game down the road, or you can pay at a discount or discounted price. It gets really tricky. I know a lot of people who've been burned on different games when Steam's done their early access. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ark. I mean, to me, Ark is amazing. Ark is a great game, but Ark is still a prime example for me of a game that has never truly been finished. It's part of the. Be- if y'all have never listened to the show. Then let me just say right now, I love Ark. If you've been listening for a while, you know dang well how my feelings about Ark. How would you feel you're playing Zelda Breath of the Wild? Okay. You're 150 hours in. Okay. You've you've unlocked, you know. All the armor sets. Not all. Most of them. Oh, um, okay. Most of many, them. <laughs> I don't remember how many shrines are there? 120? Something like that. You've, you've done 120 shrines. Okay. And then... You find out that when you go into this last divine beast that you waited on, mm-hmm. that if you go through the left door before going through the right door, okay? Okay. And that deletes your save file. How would you feel as a gamer? I would feel betrayed. Okay. How angry would you be <laughs> after putting all these hours in uh, very... on the game? Okay. Um, that's what a lot of publishers are doing lately. Like, it's all about the bottom you know, lying. You know, what they, the money? How can they make this work? Right. Um, Not Ark though. Ark uh, would never. Ark yeah. would never. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on from here. Um, we don't like it unless they tell us beforehand. We get an idea. So, also, what are your thoughts about uh, being DLC to death? <laughs> I love that, <laughs> dude. Funny. I love that question. I feel like some DLCs should be included uh, day one, unless they introduce new mechanics or deeper character development. What are your thoughts? Jay, why don't you go first on this one? I think you hit it right on the nose, Milky. I think... <laughs> not I, Milky. Not Mickey. Milky. It's Mickey. <laughs> it's Mickey. Right, right. I'm sorry, dude. I don't know why Jaden keeps seeing an L in there. I don't know right, why. Right, right, right. <laughs> I agree. I think I think it's ridiculous that they'll add, like, all these different DLCs that's, like, the most mediocre additions. And it's like, okay, you couldn't have just included that up front. Like, 
like you said, unless it's something. Do you have a game idea in mind? An example for this? Um, I mean, I don't think I have a specific game in, in mind, but I'm just thinking of like, um, like if they bring something that's, well, I mean, he said it in here. Um, unless they introduce new mechanics or deeper character development. So something that, like, actually changes the game and actually is in addition to the game, you know, instead of just, like, like an extra skin pack or something. Like, something lame, you know? Right. So, something so that let, shouldn't let, be let's added as let's a def- whole. Let, let's separate two th- things here, and then we can speak to both of them. There is, there is paid DLC that alters just the aesthetics. Right. Know, visuals, right. audio, okay? So... Let's let's not talk about paid DLC at all because I'm sorry. Let's not talk about paid DLC that changes aesthetic aesthetics at all because it it it's not part of this conversation. Some people love that kind of stuff, and if you do, and you want to buy it, go for it. Um, I don't really care, you know, if I'm if I'm playing as you know Captain America and I can have you know his uniform from movie one, two, three, four, five, whatever, and it's like pay $3, I will because I'm, I love Captain America. <laughs> I'd be but like, well, in any Captain other America. game, I'm not going to play for you know things that just change you know the visuals or the audio. That right. kind of stuff put aside. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about specifically about DLC that is strong or weak. And um, um, one example that I, um, that I will give is DLC for um, Mario Plus Rabbids. Mario Plus Rabbids came out as a fantastic game. They had some DLC in there um, that was eh, because it was weapon, new weapons, yes, but if you played just a little bit further, like half an hour further, you'd get weapons that are already better than those games, those, those, those weapons that you just bought with those gems or whatever right. else. But now when they came out with the Donkey Kong expansion, that was a great DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will disagree with me on this, but Breath of the Wild, I thought that the first DLC, you paid for DLC and it came out like it was... Two or three waves. I thought the first oh, yeah. wave was kind of ridiculous. Like it wasn't that much there. Like, am I really paying for this? But then it got better as, as time went on. I still think their DLC is overpriced. Like twenty bucks is overpriced. I think it should be ten or fifteen. Mm-hmm. Now here's a great example, and it's hard to argue paid DLC when some companies do it so well for free. Great example is Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is known for giving free DLC. Monster Hunter Rise has already received, I think, three DLC packs, and they're planning it for you know several years to come. Still, with more free DLC. Now they have paid DLC in there. Paid DLC would you know? I understand paid DLC. It's 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 helping them uh, keep the studios open. Most most it's interesting. Most indie games when they release, not all, but most indie games make little money in the beginning, and as word of mouth goes around for a good game, it gains popularity, and then they make more, make more, make more. AAA titles from first parties, third parties, things like this, AAA mm-hmm. titles, you know, Nintendo, EA, things like that, Activision, all that kind of stuff, those games generally have a huge uh, uh, influx of money. <laughs> I lost my word there. In the beginning. They make all their money in the beginning because there's been months of hype leading to hey. the game. That's why any... Any digital marketplace, whether it be Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, you look at day one, or like Mario Golf that came, just came out. It's been down there. It released today. It's number one bestseller. Mm-hmm. Okay? Give it a week or two, it's going to slip, and you may never see it again. Mm-hmm. And that's where they make all of their money back. And so they need, I say need with quotes, mm-hmm. but they need cash flow to produce additional things. Um, when I see companies like Capcom doing it right with Monster Hunter, I have a really hard time with some of this other paid DLC. 
What's the game that you can think of that DLC paid for I or think not paid for? Mario plus Rabbids was a really good example. Okay. Um, and for like you said, um, I mean, and it's, you know, basically what Mikey here said, but you know how you mentioned that like it added things that were temporary because you could get something better in the already base game. Right. Like, you know, just with a little bit more gameplay. Whereas, you know, they also added the whole, like, Donkey Kong thing and everything, which added a whole new element to the to the game. In some, like, like, like Mikey said, you know, a whole new mechanics and deeper, you know, stuff. Now, going, now, I may be looking a little too deep into his question here, but I don't, I don't think I am, because I think this is a point he's making as well. Um, and I'm trying to think of a game right now, and, it's, and nothing's coming to my mind, but I've, I know I've played plenty of these games where it seems that they're releasing a polished game. Like, it's not buggy. Like, you know, it's not unfinished, quote-unquote. It's It works. But it's, like, it's it's a little shallow. Maybe 20 hours. Okay. And then later they release this oh, DLC, okay. and you're like, well, you're really only giving me two more characters, and I already had 10. Uh, the chapter's going on for another hour, or maybe half an hour, and it's like, hold on a second. Let me add up how many how many hours of entertainment did I get out of this? And you're about to charge me for an expensive DLC. Why didn't you just wait an extra year and release a full-blown game? Um, and there are companies that are definitely guilty of this on, on all fronts. All fronts. Um, I don't like that whatsoever. I agree with what he's saying. If there's DLC that's coming out that adds, hey, there's another chapter to the story, mm-hmm. I'll pay for that. Monster Hunter Rise, that game is so stinking good that if they said, hey, we're going to charge for an expansion pass, it's $20, you know, it's 20 bucks, but we're adding, you know, five new zones, five new monsters, you know, whatever. Forget, or forget the zones. We're releasing these other, whatever, you know, just, but they made it big. I would pay for it because it's, it's quality. Um, right, 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 right. But the other DLC I was thinking about, and I couldn't remember until just now, was Luigi's Mansion 3. They released a paid DLC for that game that I thought was a joke. It should have been free from the beginning, and I think it added, it added something with a new multiplayer mode. It, it, it added, it was all multiplayer based basically, but it added multiplayer modes to the game. It already had a multiplayer mode, but it was different. It was like more like co op type of thing, and this added competitive whatever else. To me, I was like, you just ripped me off. That should have been a part of the original Luigi's right. Mansion Three. There was no reason for paid DLC. Free DLC, I would have loved. And some companies do that. They did that with uh, Super Mario Party, the one for Switch. They came out with mm-hmm. a free DLC or a free patch or whatever. Not DLC. It was just a free patch that gave online play. Um, and some games do that. You know, another... Uh, I know I'm kind of going off when you kind of end this in this segment here. But um, Mortal Kombat 11? Whichever one's currently out. I think it's 11. <laughs> I think it's Mortal Kombat 11. That's on all the consoles. Um, I feel like that game has DLC'd me to death. Because I want all the characters. And so here's what I've had to do with that game. Um, I bought it full price and kicked myself when they put it on sale six months later. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. bought it. And then I've put every piece of DLC on on my wish list. So when it goes on sale for like 50 to 75% off, I pick it up. I mean, who doesn't want, you know, what whoever you think about in the game? I want them in the game. Um, now, I will, I will give an exception here. And that will be... Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Because that game released with how many characters? Like 30? Or no, more than that. Really? How many? I, don't, I have to look it up. The 
base game. It came, the, I thought it was 80 characters. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I think, okay, you're right. You're right. It was a lot. No, 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 no. You are right. It's a lot okay, more. Okay, I was yeah, like, I'm sorry. whoa, I'm sorry. what? I was way off. Was Have way I off. been lied to this whole time? No, <laughs> okay. and, and I'm remembering it now. So that game came so packed that I feel like we already got a bargain with it. So with them releasing their paid DLC of additional fighters, um, I'm okay with that. But mm-hmm. I think with the reason I'm okay with that is I've watched a lot of the videos they do, and they show it's not just a new skin. Every yeah, character yeah. is so unique. They have to balance it for a long time and work with it and everything. Especially lots of ones that they've been adding are like yeah. really weird, unique people that they would need to put new, new yeah. mechanics on. You know, like Steve from Minecraft and Min Min from ARMS and yeah. stuff. It's, I think Some really companies cool. do it right. Some companies do it wrong. Some games do it right. Some games do it wrong. Civiliz- Civilization Six. I won't go into it. But I feel like that was a game that they did a great job with the paid DLC because it brought like a whole new tone to the game altogether. Look at that. That's one of the ones um, that we're doing. You should go retweet to, um, for a chance. Hyrule Warriors Age game. of Calamity. That DLC. I feel like that DLC should have been free. And that's a new game that's out still. It's full price. Oh, yeah. And it's the Warrior style, style game. Right. Age of Calamity. Well, no, I remember the, yeah, I was, I remembered the I, DLC. I, I, and here's the thing. I want the DLC. But that DLC, I'm like, that should be a part of the game. Mm-hmm. Anywho, let's 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 get off this. Moving on. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we being DLC to death? I, you, you know, um, sometimes. Yeah, I feel like I am. And then sometimes being DLC'd back to life when it's actually a good DLC. All right. So real fast, we're already at an hour twenty five. Uh, so we need to wrap the show up here. Thanks uh, for y'all's questions. No, thank you for that. I mean, I love I love this kind of stuff. Being you involved, know, it's it's fun to interact nope it's great i love it um i did want to read one comment on last week's episode from skycatcher gaming again he said great episode oh but real fast real fast shout out to skycatcher gaming um Woo. he he has been i think you're a he you might be a girl i don't know what you are skycatcher yeah i said he because a lot of times gamers are guys but i'm a huge proponent of saying you know more female gamers the better um he he she whatever skycatcher has been great at helping me trying to find the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons. Oh, actually, no, no, we're tripping. It wasn't Skycatcher the one that said, as a father of four, Skycatcher's a dude. Fa- yes, there we go, dude. Thank you. There we go. Now I know who you are. Um, he's a dad. He gets me. Mm-hmm. No, no. Father of four, too, just like no, you. Shout out to Sky Skycatcher because he's been trying to help me find these Joy-Cons. Um, and every time they go up for uh, a pre-order, like on a different site, he sends it to me. And um, unfortunately, in the U.S., scalpers just grab these things super fast. And so I still don't have my Skyward Sword Joy-Cons. Um, and so what we're going to do is the day the game comes out, I mean, I already thought about this. <laughs> you, me, and Mommy are all going to go out. We're going to go to Waxhachie. I'm going to drop one of you off at Walmart, one of you off at uh, Best Buy. Best Buy, And then you'll go to target either target or or gamestop GameStop. i don't remember if gamestop said they were gonna have day of i think gamestop (laughs) said they would have none gay up day of but anyway we're gonna do three different locations and we're gonna whoever we're gonna call each other i have it in hand um the other thing are the amiibo the The amiibos (laughs) drive me crazy um i i do have the zelda amiibo on pre-order yes so the only amiibo the only amiibo i'm missing i believe i need to check all upcoming amiibo the only ones i'm missing are the three new ones from monster hunter stories 2 and I want those. <laughs> I really want those. If anybody sees links, let me know. I'd, I'd love to find them. Uh, but he said, anyway, comment on last week. He goes, great episode, uh, but I love most of the games that came out during Nintendo's E3. Now, now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we kind of ragged on Nintendo. <laughs> 
we, kind quite of. a bit, <laughs> quite a bit. Um, and so he, he says he actually liked most of the games coming out. And he says the only other surprises to him were Advanced Wars and Fatal Frame. Actually, Fatal Frame I was I was uh, surprised by. Uh, but definitely, he's going to try to get a copy of Tony Hawk and most likely Monster Hunter Stories. Uh, and he says, definitely enough to tide me over for a while. And so, uh, we don't have time to go into it. We did print out some notes here. And uh, Skycatcher, after further reflection, <laughs> Jade and I have agreed that we are probably... Let me rephrase. We were too hard on Nintendo as far as what, everything that we said. Because there are a lot of great games coming out. And there's some there's some really good first-party games coming out. And... That would be Mario Golf Super Rush, uh, Skyward Sword in HD, WarriorWare, Metroid Dread, Mario Party Super, uh, Superstars, the Game & Watch they're coming out with, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot, and then Breath of the Wild coming out in 2022. So, yes, um, there were, going back and looking at the graphics and everything else that different companies put together, a lot of great games coming out this year. Oh, another game that I'm really looking forward to is Pokemon Diamond & Pearl Remake because... Uh, Pokemon Diamond, I had that one back on the DS and or DS Lite, and I cannot wait to play it on my Switch. But more than that is the Pokemon Arceus. I am super excited to play Pokemon Arceus. That that's really good. But that's 2022, so that game doesn't count. But the other game that I meant to mention earlier that I forgot about was Diablo 2. I am so excited to play Diablo 2. It's coming out this holiday season. Uh, Diablo 3 was the game that Jay, you, me, and Caleb it played Hundreds of hours in. Love that game. Yep. Diablo 2, they're remastering it. Basically, it looks like the Diablo 3 engine, but it's Diablo 2. Cannot wait. Where Diablo 3 was six, or I'm sorry, Diablo 3 was four players. I think Diablo uh, 2 is either six or eight players. That's really cool. Cannot wait to play this game. I am super stoked. It's coming to Switch. Can't wait. They'll be at one of those we're going to have to save up for because it'll be a day one buy times three. Yeesh. All at once. Yeah, I know. Ugh, ugh. Anywho, but thank you for the comments on that. Um, I do want to throw this out there real fast because I need listeners' participation in this. We've mentioned this on the show before. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked about it, but um, there are there are a couple things that we are looking forward to doing as enhancements to the show. One of them is that we would like to begin to producing some video content. Now, let me just real fast. <laughs> we're not going to be a you know beat 'em ups or RG ninety four or whatever his, his his channel is. I like both of those guys. Um, or maybe it's RG, RG 84. I don't, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I, we don't have an area to do that. We don't have the lighting. I mean, we have an area, but we don't have the lighting. We don't have the additional mics that we need for all of that. Right. So we've had two thoughts. Thought one on video con it, content is to do some standalone voiceover game reviews. And so um. it would be one game, but it would be like a short clip that has like maybe you know, the top three indie games that we've played recently and do, you know, some voiceover reviews on some of those games. I would have a lot of fun doing things like that. Um, and then what we've also thought about doing, that we've gone back and forth on, mainly because <laughs> we did this in the very beginning. We never made it live, but we did in the beginning, is yep. video recording of our actual podcast. And so what we would do is we would have um, probably two mics, one that's focused on Jade and one that's focused on me, and it would just be a video version of the audio podcast. And so we would release that on both Apple Podcasts as well as things like YouTube and areas like that. So it wouldn't be, you know, great, awesome looking. I mean, you would see gaming stuff in the background and things like that. You know, you, you would have decent lighting, but not the best lighting. It'd be what you're listening to, but you would see our, you would see our faces. Right. 
So anyway, we are looking into both of those two video elements right now, and I feel like I'm kind of tapped out on everything that I'm trying to do to bring the show together. And so if you have experience or if you've got a skill set in what we're talking about, and that sounds like something fun that you'd want to be a part of, I would love for you to reach out and just reach out to me. Uh, I, I do need an email, obviously. Tell me a little bit of you know what your skill set is. Tell me maybe some projects you've done in the past and help me start this. One of the things I don't like to do anything in life, this is life period, I don't like to start and then stop a project. Um, I mean, if it's bad, I'll stop it in a heartbeat. But I don't <laughs> like to, I don't like to, you know, start and then, it, you know, because of my limitations, you know, feel like I've got to give up on it. I'll bring other people in and try to keep things going. Right. And so if we're going to do this, I want to do it right. And so if either of those skill sets you feel like you have, rather be just for simple voiceovers, for a game, you know, some game clips that we can splice together, or just doing the video of the full podcast, uh, let us know. Send us an, uh, you know, put comments in Discord on Twitter. If you've got a skill set and you and you want to help with this, or you've got idea, even if you just have ideas, maybe you can't help, but you've got a bunch of ideas because it's your background. Send us an email. Don't put it on Discord. Don't put it on Twitter. I need that in an email. So um, just email us at heydadsgamecorner.com. If you can do it. Email us if you have ideas. Email of us. However, if you're a listener and you're thinking, "Hey, I would like to see <clears throat> the short video clips," or "Hey, I would like to actually see the podcast as you're recording it," let us know in the comments. Put it in Twitter. Put it in Discord. And let, let's kind of talk about this because um, that's the other thing. It's one of those things of is there enough of a need for this? Because if most people listening to the podcast are, are thinking, well, "I listen to it on my way to work or d- during a project or maybe doing homework, things like that." Um, then video is not really right. a viable option. You know, it's not it's not really going to reach that many people. So let us know first of all: is that something you would want? Right, right. Because is that something that would be put to you. Because there's definitely, I mean, there's a lot of time that goes into doing an hour long podcast. This is an hour and a half. This podcast right here, uh, probably total, has closer to three hours of work altogether. You know, including another hour and a half on top of the recording worth of work in preparation beforehand. Uh, finalization of the audio afterwards, remastering, uploading, things like that. So, um, but I want to do it. So y'all tell us what you think. But here's the other thing I want I wanted to talk about. Um, we used to, or not we, not me and Jay, but um, I used to do interactive shows on my previous podcast, and I had a blast with that. And so I would love, I love the idea of doing an interactive show now. Um, I know our schedule hasn't been as consistent lately, so we'll just, you know, obviously let people know beforehand how we're going to do it, but I would love to do it. We might do it over, you know, Discord. You can pipe audio right into that. Maybe do it through Twitch, something. We're not sure exactly what, but y'all let us know. How would you like, man, that to be on the show and, you know, that, that, that train is very interactive with us. You know, it's interacting with us and our recording right now. Um, we, we did not invite that train and I don't know why we had a second one so fast after the first one. Yeah. But anywho, to, ra- to, to wrap up this show, if you are interested in an interactive show where when we are recording, you can ask us live questions right then, rather it be via text or even call in, because I used to do that with my podcast. I had it set up where people could call into the show. I had, I, man, I had so much fun with all that. Um, if that's something you want to do, let us know. Again, this is one of those things that it may sound easy, but it's actually, there's a lot of work to it. Um, and I'll do it in a heartbeat for our listeners because I love interacting with our listeners, but I need to know it's something that y'all want to do. So are you interested in video content? If so, comment, let us know if it's something you can help us with on the video content, or if you just have a lot of ideas, email us and let us know. And then on the 
the live shows interactive with our audience. If that's something you'd be interested in, again, let us know, and then we'll start working towards that and looking to some 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 practical ways of doing it. All right, sound good? Jay, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I really did. I really didn't think we had enough content to last an hour. We went an no, hour and a half. We went an hour and a half. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, th- thank you for writing in. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for everything that you do as a listener for us. Um, it makes us enjoy our jobs even that much more. Um, we do this because we like games. We like you know the conversations, but it's it's for you, our audience. So remember that you can find links to everything that we're talking about directly in the show notes of whatever app you're using to listen to the show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, drop us a line at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com. Send us your thoughts, and then... I, I would love, you know, Skycatcher, you you got four kids. I would love us, you, maybe a story. It could be a funny story. Um, don't worry about how short or how long it is. I would love, I would love to, to connect on that and, and maybe send us an email on that. Remember, you can join us on our Discord server as well. We'd love to chat with you there personally. And as always, if you can, if you'd like the show, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening to the show. And if you, if you like the show, leave us a good review. We'd really appreciate that. But until next week, because we need to cut the show off. Jay, any last words? Um, no, I don't think so. All right. To you, our <laughs> listeners, we love you. Y'all are great. Stay safe. Keep playing. We'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>